0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to This is the Pits, the podcast where we are watching every Brad Pitt movie in chronological order to discuss, um, what the fuck is his deal? You know, I'm, my name is Michael Oberst and my, my guest today is Chelsea Greenwood. (laughs) Chelsea, welcome (laughs) to my podcast.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Michael. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Anytime. Um, Um. so we're talking about uh i like how i said chronological order but we're fully not in chronological order we're watching we're talking about we finished we're up to date we're like up to date on brad except for a couple movies from the 80s
1: yeah we're just doing some maintenance now making sure that we cross every t and dot every i and we made the mistake of missing this crucial movie in his career from 1989.
0: apparently it's crucial which uh, you know Part of the the reason that we skipped it, I think, to begin with is because, like, when we were first starting, we were thinking, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to talk about Fight Club and Snatch and Ocean's Eleven and, like, these iconic Brad movies. And Mm. so we were like... But we were like, oh, fuck, there's a bunch of, like, movies that are just bad that we just, like, wanted to, like, push through them. And we did have to watch quite a few bad movies (laughs) in the beginning there. Well,
1: I think that I kind of assumed that maybe it was going to be like just a bit part where he walks on, but he fully stars in this movie. Yeah. So we need to have watched it.
0: Yeah. I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did because totally. upon watching it, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is a big deal for 23-year-old Brad. This is important for him.
1: And it was also like, when was the last time you've seen a movie like this before? It's just such a little It's crazy. It's <laughs> so crazy. It's a little gem of time. Yeah. Um, I I realized I didn't do my year research. Damn.
0: Oh, that's okay. Well, I mean, I didn't do any political research, but I... Try, so this movie is really weird because at the time that it came out, Brad Pitt was... <coughs> sorry. Brad Pitt was literally nobody. Um, yeah. So, well, okay. That's so harsh to say that he's not he nobody. Was nobody. Nobody's nobody. But he wasn't famous at all. He wasn't... Brad Pitt, yet. So um, he was a he was nobody just, in the
1: Hollywood scene.
0: Yes. All he was was that guy who was on Dallas for a few episodes. Um, yeah. And so there's like no press for this movie until like Brad Pitt starts to get famous and people went back and gave it press. But it didn't even, there's no box office information. There's no making of information. Like I had a really hard time finding anything about this movie. So I did do a little bit of research about other movies from that year.
1: Oh, great! That's um, wonderful.
0: Because I was like, I need I mean, to have something.
1: I have some. I mean, I feel like there's so much to talk about just in the movie itself, and I have True. some basic 1989 facts, but um, I give me did. your basic. I, give me honestly, your basic facts. It's been- it's been so long since we've podcasted. I forgot that that's even what I do when I research things.
0: I know. It's so embarrassing how long it's been since we've podcasted. I feel so bad. But you know what? I do
1: too. Life is hard.
0: Yeah, boo-hoo. But also, we are almost done with this podcast. Everyone is so sad. Everyone's crying every single day. And I get it. And <laughs> uh, So we want to actually do every, all of our listeners a favor by stretching it out. And, Absolutely. And um, really doing one episode a month.
1: <laughs> Just never ending. Because what the hell are we going to do when it's over? I'm not done. I haven't gotten my Brad Pitt fix. That being said, though, we will podcast for every future Brad Pitt movie ever made.
0: Oh, yeah. So and that, it'll be never be so die. Lovely. It'll never really die think, until Brad does. Ne- I hope he never does. but
1: I don't think he ever will because he's magic. But also, I I didn't think Kobe was going to die. Well, let's not. Uh Let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> let's have 24 Solitary. minutes of
0: silence for him.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> that was So heartbreaking. I was at Sundance.
0: Ugh.
1: Kept, every time I opened my phone, I just cried a little.
0: Cause he I was know. like a
1: true hero of my hometown.
0: Yeah. He's a true uh, hero fucking, of my childhood. I was obsessed yeah. with basketball and Kobe Bryant. Anyway, let's not talk about yeah. it. But yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. what I was going to say was, is that obviously in here in 2020, sorry, hold on. Here in 2020, Brad Pitt is a major topic of conversation. He has just won a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor for Once Upon a Time in the West. He's about to... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Shit.
0: Are you You even a fan? You
1: know who's tired? (laughs) You know who's tired?
0: Brad Pitt is tired. Uh,
1: Brad (laughs) Brad Pitt's tired. He's been working really hard. Um, He is up for an Oscar nom.
0: Yeah, and he's doing a lot of press for it.
1: And he's doing a lot of press for it. And he, over the course of his career, we've read interviews since you know 1987 with him over the course of his career he's like i don't know maybe i'll stop soon i don't know like maybe i'm done and the current interviews he's given doesn't seem like he's going anywhere
0: well i think it's easy to say i like oh i'm done you know i'm i'm old i'm washed up um when you're not working but then when you fucking get nominated for an oscar you're like oh man i still got it baby
1: yeah Also, I'm just so proud of him, and I'm also very proud of us, Michael, because I feel like, I know that this is crazy, but I feel like we discovered him. Like, would he have even been (laughs) nominated had we not started this podcast? What are the chances? It's hard to
0: say. It's hard to say for sure, but I think...
1: What are the chances that he would have two movies two years after we started this?
0: The amount of buzz that we alone generated, not that we have... Not that we have really inspired people to be Brad Pitt fans. I think I just think the that energy we that we created from just ourselves.
1: That's exactly right. I think we that alone. We drummed up the buzz, baby. Yes. People are talking about him. I'm talking about him. You see what I'm I am ta- saying? I'm
0: definitely talking about him. I bring him up all the time.
1: <laughs> He's my number one best pal. <clears throat> so yeah. anyway, that being said, let's take it back to a time when he was unheard of from the Academy of the Motion Picture.
0: Okay. So let's talk about the year 1989. The movies, it's time. Okay. This is a good year for movies. (laughs) Um, I did a lot of movie research and we have some facts. First of all, Oscar nominations from that year. Best Picture was Driving Miss Daisy. Also nominated.
1: I hate that movie. It's so bad. I I mean. I guess I don't really remember that movie. I I said great movie because I remember remember it as being one. Yes. Yeah. Watch it again.
0: It's wild how, like... R- racist? It's racist as hell. And the whole premise yeah. of the movie is just that, like, this old woman is so racist. And then, at one point, she gives him a gift. So she's secretly not racist? I don't know. It doesn't... <laughs> it's like, what... I just... It's horrible. But okay. I guess in 1989, it was heartwarming. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Now.
1: It's amazing how different, like conversations of race and gender are now oh yeah which like i was three when this movie came out i
0: mean the wait till we talk about the how they handled sexuality and gender in this movie
1: i cannot that was the weirdest part of the whole movie so i mean crazy the movie itself was weird because the storyline and the acting and blah blah sure. blah. but like oh my god that principle the
0: principal was he i mean Oh. I can't wait to. Okay, we'll talk about them in a second. Let me finish talking about the movies from 1989. Uh, best okay. actor was Daniel Day-Lewis for Field of Dreams. Um,
1: well, he's the best. Dead Poets Society
0: also came out that year.
1: Oh, dream. I know,
0: I know. Um, and then it, those are just the Oscar nominations. Domestic or the, yeah, the box office for that year. Listen to these. Listen to this. This uh, title rundown. Number one, Batman, which is the one with. Um, Michael Keaton.
1: Michael Keaton. Oh, And Danny DeVito. Uh,
0: yes. And also... Uh, Jack Nicholson. Thank you, Jack Nicholson. And then Indiana Jones oh. and the Last Crusade.
1: Wait, hold on. I have to say, that's like the last superhero movie that I actually, I was actually genuinely I, enjoyed. I
0: was going to ask you, like, what? You didn't enjoy The Dark Knight? And The Dark Knight. Okay. Um,
1: but I liked Batman more. Maybe it's because it reminds me of my childhood. That's why. I was not so scared movie. of Penguin. Damn, bitch. <laughs>
0: The only Batman I watched was the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um <clears throat> Oh my god, George when he was Clooney, Ice
1: Man. Yeah, so
0: good. I love that one. Um Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Lethal Weapon Amazing. 2, Rain Man. Amazing. Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Look who's talking. Wait, Rain
1: Man didn't win an Oscar, didn't he?
0: No. No. Huh, interesting. You would think. Um, but no.
1: Who framed Roger Rabbit?
0: That I don't It's must be on this list somewhere, but uh it's not. Christmas Vacation, uh, Pet Cemetery, Field of Dreams, Uncle Buck, Turner and Hooch, Harry Met Sally, Back to the Future Part 2, Ghostbusters 2. I mean, it was a year of really good movies.
1: I have to Steel say the have some really... uh that's what my and, cat's named after. And Little Mermaid. <gasps> Look at this stuff. <laughs> Honestly, I think this year, like, I guess when you're three, you start to begin to remember things.
0: I don't know because I wasn't even alive, and all of these movies—Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, all these movies—I remember vividly watching a lot. Maybe it's because my dad liked.
1: Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like I remember them, like obviously I was too young to be watching them, but I remember them like ingrained in the in like the cultural ethos at the time. It must be like they all bring back this memory. Our
0: parents at that time, our parents were tastemakers. They were young. They were in their early 30s. They knew what was out, what was cool. They put effort into keeping up with shit.
1: I think also VHS tapes were a thing. Like you when you got a VHS, you actually rewatched it. Like
0: And when you went to go rent a movie, you would watch it maybe a couple of times. And
1: Exactly. So I feel like I was movies. watching the movies that came out in 1989 because I had them in my house because they were good for oh yeah. like by the time I turned 10, I was watching my parents collection because he never got rid of them.
0: It's, that's true too. I, I would, that's why I watched the Batman with Arnold Schwarzenegger so many times is because I had it. <laughs> it was like I that, saw that one Tarzan, the theater. Tarzan and like Power Rangers. I watched those endlessly.
1: Um, outside of movies in 1989 was a big year too because the Berlin Wall came down cosby show and roseanne were the top two tv shows
0: yikes 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 (laughs) yikes
1: so both cosby and roseanne have had major downfalls in 2020 yeah
0: roseanne (laughs) has been shamed from her own show and they like renamed the show so that she couldn't be part of it and bill cosby is a horrible horrible rapist who is in prison it turns out
1: is he in prison i didn't know that oh
0: yeah he's rotting away in prison and people and he like it's so wild because every now and then his like official Twitter account will like go on a rant and like it's clear that his like press team is like everyone needs <laughs> to have to... more respect for Bill Cosby. He's an icon. He really like he improved oh the God. national image of African Americans and like all this shit. And it's like fuck you. We don't yeah, owe him eat shit. My shit. Yeah.
1: Or what did they say? To, to quote the 1989 movie Cutting Class, <laughs> "I'd rather suck a donkey dick." <laughs> <laughs> this movie. <laughs>
0: This movie was so funny because of it was like randomly incredibly vulgar. Like it, it sort of felt oh like god. a fun. It like it felt like it was supposed to be like a fun teen mystery movie, and then they would say yeah. crazy shit like that sometimes, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god,
1: and like sexually explicit. And that I guess that was my issue that I what I couldn't understand about this movie was like <laughs> I was kind of frustrated because I was like I want to take myself back to 1989 and like. Watch it from a 1989 viewers.
0: Hard to do. Perspective. Yeah. Which,
1: which you I don't think is impossible to do, but it's like, was this supposed to be funny? Was I supposed to be taking it seriously? Was it a satire? Like, I have no idea where the context for this movie lies.
0: Yeah. There's, well, I, th- I think that's probably why it was completely unsuccessful. Aside from yeah. the fact that, oh, actually there were a few fun facts about it. It was the director's first, first uh, movie. Um, Right, and
1: he had been a successful writer before, and
0: everyone thought like this was gonna be a big deal because it was like his first movie, and so everyone was like, "Oh, he's, you know, he's up and coming," and like, um, it wasn't at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are some fun facts about this movie. Yeah, like one is that our lead actor, um, who ends up being a murderer, is the son of Donovan, the '70s musician Donovan. Oh, I
0: vaguely know who that is
1: yeah he's saying mellow yellow
0: yeah that doesn't help me at all oh
1: well you're a baby child um (laughs) but he comes from like basically what i mean is he comes from a famous family so he gave the money he gave the movie a little bit more clout in it still crashed and burned
0: huh um also the fact that uh the lead actress jill uh show Show yeah
1: uh she and brad pitt got engaged I know, and okay, I've been waiting for this point to come up because I was watching them engage in the car when she, they were kissing, yeah. and I said to myself, "Oh, that's so interesting! Like, I bet that they had an off-screen relationship because Brad Pitt—you can tell the kind of chemi- chemi- you can tell the kind of chemistry he has with his leading ladies, whether or not he's going to bone them." <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh God, I guarantee you they dated." And then the first fact you read is that they were engaged, but they were never officially to be.
0: Well. There's actually a fun little article about how Brad Pitt was. Um, he, he's talking about how like one of his the lowest points in his life was getting dumped by her, because oh she was filming a different movie in Hungary, and oh Brad God. Pitt only had eight hundred dollars to her to his name. And she called him and said that she was feeling really lonely and that she was having a hard time out there. And so he spent $600 of his last $800 to fly from LA to Hungary to see her. And he got there and she dumped him. She said she fell in love with the director and thank God. Thank God. Because honestly, if she didn't do that to him, he, he may have, I don't know. I, I just don't know if like he would have pushed himself to become this like, all time great actor, if he had gotten gay. Not only that, though,
1: she sucks.
0: She t- totally sucks.
1: She was the wor- She's beautiful in the very 80s way, but like, she was such a bad actress. She was so bad. That's why I couldn't tell if this was like a joke or not. True. Cause like, she's about to be murdered and she's just looking at him. No expression on her face. She's just looking.
0: Yeah, she, yeah, she's, I mean, thoroughly the worst. She doesn't, I just,
1: uh, I don't like her for him. I think he just he's a really soft soul and I feel like he especially then didn't know who he was, you know, and he needed yeah, a Yeah, doing lady quite a bit of soul the searching.
0: Reins. The the other thing about like I don't know, like it's easy to blame her because like when you're watching a movie you're watching her and she's bad. So you're like, wow, fuck yeah. her. But I also think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that the director was an asshole who was yeah, arrogant but, and oh my god, like nobody liked and him. And a
1: complete chauvinist piece of shit. Yeah.
0: So there's that too, which like probably put her in a really bad space when she was at. Put all of the actors probably in a bad space, and the the production was such a disaster because there were so many problems with the script that they didn't right, try to. So fix. they filmed it in
1: 1987, and it came out in 1989. Do you know why that was? No. I don't either. I was just oh. curious.
0: Oh, fuck! I thought you had something. No, she. Sorry. It was, but they tried to fix a lot of the problems on set, the script problems. So, like,
1: you can tell. You can tell. You can tell.
0: The, the, I think the biggest. I mean, one of the biggest, the glaring ones, aside from major plot holes, was the fact that, um, oh my god, when they killed <laughs> the guy on the trampoline, <laughs> they killed him with the what? flagpole. Okay, so they. I, I'm try. I still am trying to figure out the physics of it.
1: He was the P.E. coach. The P.E.
0: teacher. He's jumping on a trampoline, and the murderer wants to kill him. First of all, why is a P.E. teacher jumping on a trampoline alone in the gym? That's fucking weird as shit.
1: Okay, why is the school, like, NASA Science Center? It has the biggest... Like, the gym is huge. Their fucking science room is huge. True. There's a full shop, like three times bigger Huge than any shot. auto body shot. Yeah. It's Like what what universe are we living I in? Don't,
0: I, don't, I don't know. That, that, that doesn't make sense either. So the, but the PE teacher jumping on the trampoline and they the killer comes in and it's just it's obviously from the point of view of the killer because they don't want us to see anything. And you know, when you jump on a trampoline you're standing upright. And he comes yeah. under the trampoline with a huge flagpole. Yeah, and and you're from the POV of the flagpole. Yeah, so you see the flagpole in front of him, and it looks like a spear. And he's like kind of aiming it up, but you can't. It's too big to actually <laughs> aim vertical. It's it's at like a thirty degree angle. And like yeah. then and then the PE teacher jumps and lands on his back, but then the flagpole spears him. And then it it cuts <laughs> to like a wide shot, and the flagpole is totally vertical. And the PE teacher is laying next to it, but we're supposed to believe yeah. that it's going through his body. Um,
1: and that happened, things like that happened over and over and over. Yeah, again but you're like, this, thing.
0: that's not how that would work in, if that, they were actually to do it.
1: But let me ask you a question Were you surprised by the ending? No. Oh, I was. I wasn't so, su- I, I just. They got me.
0: I was, uh, I guess, a little bit surprised because I had no idea what was going to happen. But I was like, okay, it's obviously one of these two, and they're trying to... I don't know, like, part of me was like, if they make the kid who just came back from the mental hospital the murderer because he's like that's so wacky and and like off unhinged then I'm like that's fucked up but then I was like you know what it's the 80s and they thought that that was well that's normal. the thing
1: is like I guess in my modern day brain I'm like that would never happen now and I've also seen so many movies where like the odd kid ends up being the hero so I just assumed because it was a bad movie there wouldn't be anything interesting about the script we've seen a thousand times yeah
0: my, my boyfriend thought it was gonna be the janitor but I was like no way the janitor keeps I was on the nose that was it was too obvious but i thought the janitor was going to come in and like save the day but then remember at the end the janitor comes in
1: and he was basically an accomplice he he was he just like has like was cleaning up blood and bones and like said nothing ashes the whole time didn't say a thing why because he was a vietnam fit
0: he's seen some shit who knows look if, if you haven't seen this movie none of this is going to make sense to you i and know really should we do sorry. a quick
1: recap yeah, let's give let's give like a
0: skeleton recap so that like you can at least follow. As somebody who's never seen the movie, you understand basically what happens.
1: Okay, Goody Two Shoes girl loves her dad. Single dad. He's about he is the district attorney uh, of the town. He <laughs> clearly works his ass off. So we start with him going on a.
0: Hunting trip. No,
1: we start with the movie trope of, like, it opens on a newspaper that says, kid who killed his father. Like, it wasn't even clever. (laughs) kid who killed his father escaped from a mental institution. Right? Which is so funny. Okay.
0: Yeah, sorry. Go on.
1: She's clutching this newspaper while she's saying goodbye to her dad. And her dad's like, don't cut class. Do your homework. No boys allowed. She's like, daddy, you need to go relax and go duck hunting. Okay. Lo and behold. He goes away for a week. He gets to the duck hunting place. He's shot by an arrow.
0: But it's from the school because then it immediately, well, then it cuts to Brad in his car and we're kind, it kind so, of the and way... So,
1: Brad is a bad boy asshole, doesn't like school. It's so
0: weird. He's He is, looks like a bad boy asshole at first and then you realize he's actually the star basketball player and everybody loves him.
1: But I think something's wrong with him. See, that's a very complex character that they could have developed. That's why No, my it's a very take-away...
0: conflicting character. It's like... It doesn't, it doesn't add up. Like, is he a jock that everybody loves or is he a bad boy who hates school?
1: Exactly. It's like, who are you? That's why my, one of my biggest takeaways from this movie is that I really want to remake it and like flesh out the characters (laughs) a little bit because also (laughs) she, does she like him or not? Well, okay. Sometimes they're kissing and sometimes she's in love with someone else. This girl,
0: this girl is dating Brad Pitt's character and, um,
1: And she has this dumb slut friend couldn't stand. Glad she died. Yeah, she you. died. Redhead.
0: And then, and then it, we kind of like start to see the school a little bit, and like we kind of get introduced to some characters. It's like the main characters are Brad's character, this guy Brian, who is the guy who escaped from the mental institution, which, by the way, if it's in the newspaper that a mental patient escaped <laughs> after killing their dad. No, he then,
1: didn't escape. They released him.
0: Oh, I thought it was escaped, but I was going to say if, no. if he escaped and then he shows up at school <laughs> and they're like, oh, hey, Brian. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Uh, how was your vacation? Um, <clears throat> no. OK, so he was released anyway. And and he like cut his dad. He was like accused of cutting his dad's brakes and then his dad died. It's so, like that was his whole backstory. Um,
1: yeah. That was a nice twist. See, like it's almost could have been there almost. Uh,
0: almost. And then we meet the characters, and then people just start dying, like getting murdered, horror. Oh, the but like another anybody
1: who here's the thing that I thought was kind of cool that like you thought maybe it could have been either Brad or Brian killing. Yeah. Because they were teachers who were kind of rude to both of them. So the yes. whole time they you're both sort had of like
0: underdog different underdog situations. Yeah.
1: And so the whole time they're like it's they're like alluding to the fact that Brad, Brian and the janitor could be killing these people. Oh, and the principal,
0: the principal is the other character who I forgot to mention, but he's so creepy. It's like fucking crazy. It's, he's like it's obs- I, I just can't believe that they made this character a real thing. He is a high school teacher and he is obsessed with fucking <laughs> this girl. Who's Brad's oh, girlfriend? I, I don't remember her character's name, but her real name is Jill. Um yeah. so we'll just call her Jill. Um but like also ev- like it wasn't just the principal though, every guy in the movie was, was a real Pervy McGurvy. Like what the fuck yeah. was the deal?
1: Well, that's why I hate the director.
0: Exactly. Because he was also the writer. To- so
1: he's a few things about the principal. Yeah. One, he's like clearly just like the way he acts is really creepy. But, like, there's three moments. One, he bends over. He makes her pick up her cheerleading outfit on the floor so that he can see her panties.
0: And they really show him looking. And they show her panties. And they, like, make it, like, a whole thing. Like, a few
1: times for an extended period of time. Then (laughs) he gets caught wearing a wig behind the scenes (laughs) on the stage. And then after the vice principal, who's killed, Uh he makes the class announcement. And he's like, dear class. I am so sorry to report that your beloved vice president has been murdered come to her and it's like was that so that they were like they they made him that creepy because they wanted us to think he was the murderer correct
0: i don't know it just nobody cared that he died there was no uh, th- nobody was alarmed oh by the way he
1: didn't die did he die
0: the the vice principal
1: No, the principal principal.
0: Oh, no, he didn't die.
1: He made it through. Okay. No, but... But by the way... uh,
0: By the way, the guy who got shot with an arrow, he didn't die. And throughout... This is so funny. Because they kept cutting back to him. He was, like, in the swamp where he was duck hunting. And they kept cutting back to him, like, trying to get out of the swamp. And he...
1: And, like... He couldn't. Well, he was like,
0: was help. <laughs> like, never. And they're like,
1: oh, that's just frogs. So then here's the other <laughs> thing. He's like, baby girl, at the beginning, he's like, baby girl, I've never left you for longer than a week. I feel so bad. This is terrible. And then it turns out, like, where he's duck hunting is over a very small hill. Because it's just around the
0: corner. Her whole class goes on a field trip and they, like, walk basic. <laughs> someone literally steps on his body as he's laying in the swamp. And they don't notice that it's a body who's alive. And he's like, help. And they're like, oh, those are just frogs.
1: (laughs) It's like so silly. Like,
0: why did this poor guy get the storyline of being stuck in the swamp the whole time? And like, why even And he was a pretty successful
1: actor at the time. He's been in a bunch of other things. But why make him get shot? Because he was the DA that put him away in the first place. That's why he was the first person to get killed.
0: But it never even paid off. Because it's like, at the end of the movie... He's, oh, it's so funny. At the end of the movie. There's
1: a lot of plot twists. Let me tell there's you. There's so many
0: plot twists. So now we can jump around because you know the main characters, you know the main plot is that people are getting yeah. killed um, and no one really cares I, for a we're while. We're kept on
1: our toes who <laughs> it is. Yeah. Nobody cares or notices for until the last 20 like minutes of the movie. The
0: janitor notices. Like somebody gets killed under the, oh my God, remember the bleachers scene? <laughs> there's Okay, so there's a basketball game and like, the, like all the cheerleaders are sitting on the bleachers and like there's this guy who's like under the bleachers like hey let me look up your skirts and the girls are like oh my gosh that's just like Johnny and then yeah
1: that redheaded bitch is like oh he loves to look up girls skirts so I'm not gonna wear any underwear and then she does her cheers and then all the little kids in the front row are looking at puss and this is in the theater and so
0: are we we're looking at puss too she's bending over and we're seeing full vag full vag it's crazy the and then they, they're sitting in the bleachers and there's a dude Creeping around under the bleachers, looking up their skirts, and they're just <laughs> giggling about it. And I'm like,
1: what is happening? Oh, I want to remake this movie so bad. And see then what happens.
0: they're on the bleachers. In a PC way. Good luck. There would be no plot. And then.
1: But imagine trying to make this movie. I'm serious. Imagine trying to make this movie yeah. with 2020 PC culture. Like, what would that look like? I think we should <laughs> experiment with that on our next podcast where we just remake a movie. And every week we talk about.
0: Sidebar: I actually have a friend who is starting a podcast about remaking bad movies and how to make them good.
1: Whoa, that's exactly what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, it's let's, let's it's join forces. Seems good, and and um, he said that we should come on as guests when he starts it. But anyway, that's a side, totally sidebar. Um, but anyway, this bleacher scene: someone gets this. I think that's when the redhead gets killed because she's on the bleachers, yeah. and then. A hand grabs her leg, and she's like, yeah. ooh, Johnny, that's a little rough. And then he, like, pull, <laughs> starts pulling her, and she's like, okay, I'm coming. And then she, like, slides under the bleachers to, I guess, fuck him?
1: And her hand comes out like Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then he kills her under there. And then later the janitor's cleaning up after the basketball game, and he's just mopping up some blood. and like He's
1: like, ooh, <clears throat> blood and bones, yadda It's like,
0: what the fuck? You don't want to say something? Nobody noticed that this girl was missing? Don't tell me that nobody notices that a hot, blonde cheerleader is missing.
1: Well, everybody's been missing for this whole time, and that's what's so funny. Like, the art teacher is killed. Yeah, he's just killed. So, my question is, like, what is the timeline here? Her dad leaves. He's supposed to be gone for a week. Twelve people die in that week. She never once misses her father. He doesn't communicate. She's totally fine. Like... Are we living in a year? Are we living in three days? Is it one long day?
0: That's true. Yeah, I never really thought about that. I think it's, but they also give you no It's very disorienting because they give you no sense of time. There's no measurement of time. There's no sense of urgency. It's not like they're like, oh, there's a pattern. We need to be careful because we might be next. It's sort of just like, uh, you know what? People are dying. And I can't, I'm not allowed to cut class, so <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm going to exactly. go to school. But,
1: but that's from top to bottom. It's like, we don't give a fuck that, like, I'm being, I'm close to being raped literally with every step I take. Yes. We don't give a fuck that people are dying. We don't give a fuck that, like, we get zeros in class. It's just like anything goes in this world. I have to say, though. I'm so thrilled that we watched this movie for several reasons. One, I had no idea what a wild ride it was going to be. I <laughs>
0: mean, neither. It was not expected. And that. we'll talk,
1: we'll talk about this when I get to ratings, but like it was enjoyable because it was so bad. It was one of those, right?
0: It was actually
1: I was I would
0: not have been able to handle it if there were no murders. The murders actually kept me in because they were <laughs> so bad, but like they were kind of goofy creative like yeah i mean they weren't that creative but it was like what you expect from a shitty slasher movie from (laughs) from the 80s
1: totally and i think it's really funny it's one of those movies that are rare where you watch it and you're like you can totally see yourself in the head of the filmmaker being like oh he's gonna tell us something there yeah good job buddy you told us that thing like we get it you know what i mean yeah definitely (laughs) Um and also I think it's really nice to revisit Brad Pitt's humble beginnings honestly It was
0: and you know what as soon as I saw him on screen I was like
1: ah. what a fucking beautiful angel cherub he is See I I was I listen obviously you know I love Brad Pitt But I was sort of like oh I like him with a little sophistication but it's I oh, also yeah. was like oh he's the same actor he's always been
0: No I I I definitely much prefer the 54, 56-year-old Brad. Current-age Brad. Yeah. who is Current-age
1: Brad is like, don't give a fuck.
0: I love current-age Brad. Did you see the picture of him recently wearing a name tag?
1: Yeah, my sweetest boy. How do you not love Brad Pitt wearing a name tag? He's so humble. But you know what? Everybody loves Brad right now. That's what I was trying to say at the beginning of this podcast. We
0: started something i didn't notice that everyone loved brad when i started this podcast there was a couple well, people because
1: nobody was talking about him
0: there was a couple people who did like vocalize that they love brad shout out to brat pitt on letterbox she really loves brad um but um, <laughs> and
1: all of our instagram followers we get so many hard eyes every day yeah
0: but i think the people who are sending the hard eyes have been brad pitt fans since like 1999, and they're just like
1: that's my point. Big (laughs)
0: stance, but like that, but like Brad has always had those fans. I think right now, though, even people who weren't lifetime Brad Pitt fans are realizing that they actually are lifetime Brad Pitt fans.
1: I wouldn't even say I would go so far as to say it's not fandom, it's that he's now for the first time in his life being taken seriously as an actor.
0: He's being... Yeah, he's been underrated, which is, sounds crazy to say. He as
1: an actor. Yeah, he was just a famous guy. He was just a Hollywood guy until this year. And now people are like, oh my God, Brad Pitt is like actually someone we should respect. Yeah,
0: there was, a, there was literally a New York Times article about exactly this this week where they said, as soon as Brad Pitt took his shirt off and Thelma and Louise, people started... Under uh appreciating him for his acting yeah. skills. And it's true.
1: You know who didn't? Michael Oberst and Chelsea Green was. That's absolutely Booyah. right. We never
0: once, we never once doubted him, except for every episode. <laughs> um
1: I mean, especially the early days. I mean, listen, I just we know him so well, Michael. We know him better than other people. Watching and him, he's made some questionable decisions in his life.
0: Of course he has, but who hasn't? But watching him in this movie, it was very interesting to see because it was like. I don't know. It was he he's acted worse. You know what I mean? Like it. he was really playing the like bad boy high schooler and doing a pretty good job of it. Yeah.
1: I, when he felt pain, I believed his pain for sure. Yeah. It, but he didn't. It, there wasn't much to that role. Let's be honest.
0: True. Yeah. No, his character was certainly not as dynamic as Brian, who was a mental patient. <laughs> um, Brian
1: was the worst actor I've ever seen. And Brian has a really interesting story because he comes from a famous family. His sister, listen to the the family of names, the names of the family. Jesus, I can't speak. His sisters. Uh Uh-huh. Hold, please. Hold, please. I thought you'd get a kick of this, but I lost my thing. Hold, 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 hold. Sorry.
0: Fun fact, while I wait, Denzel Washington won Best Supporting Actor for Glory this year. Shout out to the other podcast, Denzel Washington is the Greatest Actor of All Time, period.
1: Oh, yeah. That's fun. Uh, Donovan Leach.
0: Okay. What about it? Yeah, I'm trying You're going to have to <laughs> <your sister. laughs> follow that up with something.
1: Why isn't this working? Hold on. I had such a great link. Ah, his sister is Ion Sky.
0: That's what I waited for? Who the fuck is that?
1: She's an actress. She was in all sorts of things. She was in. <laughs> Nothing. She was in Zodiac. <laughs>
0: wow Uh, cool that you know what that was worth the wait
1: no but his sister's names are like Soleil shit okay fuck it
0: you know what I'm gonna abort this fun fact right now
1: (laughs) hold on no wait I've come too far I need to Donovan Leach sister it's
0: never too late to just
1: oh here we go okay all right his sisters are Ion Sky famous actress (laughs) Oriel Nebula. Nebula Oriole Nebula. Wow. <laughs> and Estrella and Celeste.
0: These sound like drag queen names.
1: <laughs> I just love the name Oriole Nebula. Nebula. Yeah,
0: that's pretty. I like the
1: name Nebula in general. I'm sorry. We'll cut that whole thing out. But... No,
0: it's, we're leaving it in. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Remember how Brad Pitt's character's name was Dwight?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, There's only one Dwight Look,
0: for, if you Dwight is not a flattering name. And if you have Brad Pitt in your movie... <laughs> you change the character's name. You don't name... Yes,
1: but understand what it was like on set. Nobody deferred to Brad. Like, he was no Brad Pitt.
0: No, but you just take one look at Brad. Also, the other crazy thing, fun fact about this movie that I read, was that the director didn't think Brad was attractive. I mean, he's a heterosexual man, so, I mean, he's not... Maybe he felt threatened, but he's not gonna, like, say, like, outright, like, that guy's hot, but he didn't think he was attractive enough to play the role and I have to
1: say though, I kind of agree. Like at this stage, no, he I, has not developed. He was—he's obviously beautiful. He's good looking, but he doesn't—he hasn't developed that like underlying sexuality yet.
0: No, it's—it's it's more of a like high schooly boyish like. Oh my God. charming. If he, sexuality. I'm sorry, if he
1: was in my senior class, every single person in school would have a crush. That's on him, what I'm saying. It's like it, he, it, he yeah. doesn't
0: have the like. Crazy sexual attraction that he has now, where it's like, yeah. holy fuck! I'm I wasn't sexually one all the time. attracted
1: to. Him. I can. It's a weird thing because I can appreciate that obviously he's good looking because he's Brad Pitt and he's always been good looking. Yeah, but I didn't find. He's not the kind of Brad that I'm like. Oh my god, I want to fuck him. I'm just sort of like, yeah, he's good looking. His pock marks are on full display.
0: I see. I watched it on YouTube and the quality was rather low, so I didn't see any oh. pockmarks, marks. But I, I imagine that they were strong. Um, yeah,
1: those were his pockmarked days before he got his work did.
0: Before he got his work did. Um, okay, spoiler alert for the plot of the movie. Brian ended <laughs> up being the killer. Um, but
1: you didn't want him to be the killer, or at least I didn't want him to be the killer because that was so obvious because he was the killer who was released from prison. So you'd think that they'd like give a little twist.
0: No, yeah, your PC brain would think like, oh, that you're not going to make the mental patient the killer, but then he was. Yeah, totally but also was. like the
1: killer you've already established as a killer.
0: Like I know it's it's kind of not a
1: surprise because he's already been But
0: the way they shot it. They like tried to lead us to believe that it was going to be Brad and like all the characters in the movie thought it was Brad. Brad.
1: I had made up my mind about two quarters, two thirds in.
0: It's literally my second note. Brad is bad because I thought they showed the guy in the swamp getting shot with an arrow yeah. and it looked like Brad's hands. And then they immediately cut to Brad in the car being like a little bad boy driving like a maniac. And so it was like, yeah.
1: Oh, and then the ring thing. And then also every time bad Brad got in trouble, there was another death. So they really tried to throw you off onto that scent, but that makes more sense that Brad would be the bad guy. He's frustrated. He's not intelligent. His dad hates him. He just blew his scholarship. He's taking it out on this guy. Who's an obvious, like, it's obvious that people would believe. He's like, you killed him. And then the whole town's like, he killed him. Brian's the killer. <laughs> yeah. Pitchforks. And know? then
0: and then the janitor comes in to save the day after the big fight scene. And I thought he was going to save the day, but he comes in and he says, literally, this is what he says. What is this? Survival class? <laughs> yeah, That's just... it. That's his big line. Like, you're an adult. Help these fucking children who are getting murdered. <laughs>
1: survival class well he had a hard time in nam so that story checks out
0: <laughs> yeah i guess i mean te- all of it is like okay yeah i guess you technically made that connection but it's like it's uh, also the other great part was at the very end um brad is driving his girlfriend home and oh, yeah. <laughs> he stops in front of her house, which is an important fact to recognize that he stops his car in front of her house to drop her off. And then I forget where they say they're going to go. Like, they're going to, you want to go for a drive or something like that?
1: No, she goes, I want to go. F-. She just says, I want to go fast.
0: Oh, and he's like, cool, can do. And so he peels out in his car, and they're driving in her neighborhood, like just like. Like a hundred yards from her house. And then her dad comes tumbling down a hillside, a random hillside, which makes makes us think like the swamp he was in was just around the corner.
1: Literally over a very small hill. Yeah, and then he so he's
0: rolling down this hill and then he gets onto the street and they're like, Wait, what is that? And then he he Brad tries to stop
1: and he's like, Oh no, the brakes are cut. And he's like No, 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 no. Hold on. Pause, pause. Very important thing to note here. Right before the guy, we see him coming down. She goes, "Oh, Brian was really talking some crazy things about killing people in the future as well." Cut two. Wait,
0: what? What does that have to do with anything?
1: Because he, the filmmaker was like trying to say that he had, he was going to kill them in the future by cutting the brakes.
0: Oh, right. Okay, that you see what I say. Now I get it. Now I get it. And it's yeah. like the, the way that he Brian allegedly killed his own father was by cutting his brakes um yeah and so so, they tried to
1: make that very meta and it just was it did not not
0: land but anyway so they're they're hurling down this hill because she wanted to go fast and then suddenly her dad (laughs) is falling down the hill on the side and then he gets in the street and he's finally out of the swamp and he wants help and he's waving his arms in the air and they can't stop because the brakes are cut which by the way (laughs) no they fucking weren't because he drove the entire way home To drop her off at her house. Did (laughs) he not break once?
1: And then he stopped in front of her house.
0: (laughs) And then he stopped in front of her house. So then Brad stops the car by shifting down and pulling the emergency brake. And they stopped us in time. And she's like surprisingly not shocked that her dad. (laughs) She's like, oh, hey, dad, hop in. It's like, what?
1: (laughs) And he's like, wait a minute. What are you doing here? Cutting class and then freeze frame on her face. I forgot about that. That's how it ends. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what a and it's like movie. a happy romp about all of their friends getting murdered. It's like at the end they're like, womp womp, "Guess I should go home."
0: Oh my! All right, we have to move on to ratings and reviews because this
1: terrible movie. It's terrible movie as far such, as movies go. As
0: far as movies go, it's fucking bad. Did, all right? What um, did you do any research on public reception or anything like that?
1: I did, and you know it's really interesting because there's not. Um, any major articles about the movie. It's because no, the like, only
0: attention this mentioned was in 1991 when Brad Pitt was in Thelma and Louise. People went to go see what Elsie had done yeah. and this is what it was.
1: <laughs> right, so there's no, it's not the same critical response that everybody has. However, we do have Rotten Tomatoes, which gives it a 25% uh, tomato meter and the audience score of 22. But because we didn't have... Um, like entertainment weekly or variety or any of, or like New York times. Yeah. Thing. I went and I read some of the rotten tomato reviews and they really vary between like two out of 10 and like nine and 10. Imagine out of 10. giving this because movie. ten. People out of 10. That, well, people view it in this way of like, I'm not watching it because it's serious. I'm watching it because it makes me laugh and it's so bad.
0: Oh, right. Okay. And it is, th- it is so- that kind of movie.
1: So, like, this guy, one guy says, it's it's a guilty pleasure you really won't admit you've experienced. And then so this guy, Dennis, says, probably best appreciated by stoners and truants. Yeah. Uh, it's positioned as both a slasher movie and a comedy, but the, mo- the, but the movie pretty much fails on both Look, counts. Look, if you
0: like Cutting Class, think you're pretty- going to love this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. This Stacy says, cutting class definitely didn't break any new ground in any regard, but I actually enjoyed the little movie from homeroom to final bell. <laughs> so it varies. Totally. What was your takeaway? Or should we start with Brad?
0: Um I are oh, wait, what are we starting with, Brad?
1: Let's start with Brad's performance. Brad's We've performance, I'm gonna
0: give him a five.
1: A five.
0: Yeah. Really? you think that's high or low? Surprised
1: by that. I think that's low.
0: I kind of can't remember. I, I, I sort of actually am truly having trouble remembering the scale of like what I gave other movies. But maybe I'll give them a six because it it wasn't horrible, but it definitely wasn't like good enough to give a good score. But I don't want to give it a shitty but- score. So.
1: My question is, yeah, I, I'm right there with you because I'm wondering, it's like the movie isn't good. His character isn't like very deep. So like, is it Brad's fault that he's not the most amazing part of the movie or is it the movie's fault that Brad doesn't have the right part? Yeah,
0: you're right. To that, okay, six. I'm giving him a six because he didn't do a horrible job. He did a fine job, but he he probably could have been, if he were a better actor, he wouldn't have taken the role, <laughs> first of all. But
1: But when you're first starting out, you take any leading role you can get in a feature film. And
0: he did. And good for him. So six he gets.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm going to go one more and give him a seven. Okay. Because I think that he really played good at being, like, there was those couple times where he was drunk, and he was upset with his dad, and he, you know, he, like, he nailed the character, but the movie was so bad that, like, I don't know if the character was a good character. Yeah. So I'll give him a seven because you know it was his first feature and he. Yeah,
0: it. I also when I look at a list of m- movies, Brad Pitt's movies ranked by his performance, I don't want this movie to be anywhere near the top.
1: <laughs> oh no! So this movie should never that's why I think it needs to stay anywhere. a
0: six for me. Um,
1: you know what? I'm with you. I'm taking it down to a six too. Okay. He was a really bad actor for like ten years.
0: <laughs> okay, what about his looks? You we touched on this also, and you didn't love, but what are your what's your rating?
1: He's a five for me. I mean, he's baseline five. Like you can't get below five, right?
0: Uh, but I wasn't. Yes, that into it can it. go below five. Let's not talk <laughs> about War Machine, but. That was a solid two. I
1: think I liked him in War Machine.
0: No, you. Nobody liked him in War Machine. He was everything about War Machine was unfucking bearable. Um,
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I'll give him a five. I don't. He's Brad Pitt, so he didn't look bad. But I wasn't sexually attracted to him, and that's my limit. Okay,
0: fine. I'm gonna give him a seven because he is.
1: Okay. He
0: is spry. He's cute. He's you know.
1: In the prime of he's, his youth, he's
0: very yeah. He's got that supple look about him. Um,
1: his lips were very rosy and glossed the whole time, which I... yeah. Don't. And his
0: hair was like quaffed perfectly. So I'm giving him a seven.
1: Yeah, those were back in the days when he was where he quaffed his hair. He quaffed his hair up until like 2007, I'd say. No,
0: no, no, no. Think about 2000. 2000- yeah, because now, no, he- think about 2001. His in in um. Well, Fight No, Fight Club was semi coif but no, uh, what's it called? Ocean's 11 and and Mr. and Mrs. Smith oh, it was Buzz. So
1: That's what I was thinking Mr. and Mrs. Smith's buzzed buzzed in Fight Club. No,
0: Fight Club was Bleach Tips.
1: Bleach Tips and Buzz was a combo.
0: Oh yeah. Member Okay, wait, mo- uh, movie yeah. overall.
1: Ah, uh, this is a tough one cuz it was such a bad movie.
0: Yeah, I'm going 3.
1: Yeah, I was surprisingly entertained, but it's a really, really bad movie. It's probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's horrible. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a 2.5, even though I didn't hate it, but it was the worst movie I've ever seen.
0: Okay, so those are the ratings. Um, Low score for the movie overall, higher for Brad looks. Brad's looks, I think, well, the acting and the looks averaged the same, which is six.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's it for Cutting Class. We've done it.
1: So tune in next week for Dark Side of the Sun. Or next month. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Dark Side of the Sun is Brad Pitt's very first movie.
0: So, yeah, this one's interesting because it was filmed in 86 or 87. And it was filmed in, like, the Soviet Union or something. Or, like, Siberia or somewhere really...
1: no, the former, it was for, It was in Yugoslavia. Oh,
0: right. And then they had a civil war, yeah. and so there was yeah. a little bit of a delay. And then it didn't yeah. come out until 1996 or 98 or something like that when Brad was... Lost to
1: the sands of time. Yeah, so
0: by the time it actually came out, Brad was, like, famous. And, like, they tried to, like, hang on to that, but it didn't really... I don't think it really landed. So I think it's going to be interesting to see... Because of the way that it got marketed and the way it was shot are two very different things. So, um,
1: and also he's been talking about it.
0: Yeah, he just talked about it was in an interview. First feature
1: ever. So I'm looking forward to. I'm actually looking forward to watching that, and I hope that you guys watch it too. And that
0: one we skipped because <laughs> that one's also same reason we skipped this one. We were like watching. We had just kind of finished watching a bunch of shitty fucking movies,
1: and we were like <laughs> yeah. just
0: starting to get to like seven and like. 12 Monkeys and, like, all these good, exciting, iconic Brad Pitt movies. And then we were, like... And we're supposed to watch Dark Side of the Sun. But it's, like, sort of lost to the sands of time. And then we just kind of skipped it. We knew we were going to have to come back to it. So here we are. And
1: And so here we are. And it's our second to last episode. It'll
0: be the last Brad Pitt movie that we watched for the first time. Yeah. We have not... We still don't have um, Thelma and Louise released. It's not up yet. So...
1: So we're going to do
0: so we're going to that. rewatch Thelma and Louise and then also r- release that episode at the same time
1: as as a journey from where we've come from and where full we full circle. We'll so go. you
0: can listen to the first episode at the same time that you listen to our last episode. It's kind of a tie in. So anyway, that's that. Um, send us questions, thoughts, Brad Pitt um, feelings, and we will talk about them on the podcast.
1: Yeah.